0: Enough so I can give up flat fee illustration and do nothing but the best creative work on the most beautiful picture books. And let me guess, he's also devoted, caring, sensitive, understanding, intelligent, listens to you, cherishes you. Of course. An amazing lover. Naturally. Incredibly good-looking. Lou put her hands on her hips in mock outrage. Are you calling me Shallow? She pouted, then laid both hands on her heart. Of course he's devastatingly good looking, and unbelievably attractive. But that isn't why I love him. I love him because he's Mr. Wright. Ah. It's love. It's so romantic, Bryony said, coming back and joining Lou. And you haven't even met him? I will. Just give me time, Lou said glancing at her watch. Speaking of which, we ought to get a move on and we'll never finish putting out this stuff before people start turning up. I hope they do turn up. It's always a worry, the first exhibition in January. Everybody's exhausted from Christmas and the weather's always dreadful. Briny pulled a bottle from the case and started peeling off the gold foil cap. Fancy one? To get us in the mood? Lou grinned at her. Oh, go on. It's not every day you celebrate ten years in business. She got two glasses ready, while Bryony popped the cork. To Bryony Vickers and the Bath Originals Art Gallery, Lou said, raising her glass. Ten years on, and still in business, thereby proving miracles do happen. Tell me about it, Bryony said, taking a hefty swig from her glass. The miracle will be if I'm here in another ten years. Don't worry. Everybody will come, bad weather or not. And no talk about recession, Lou said firmly, topping up Bryony's glass. Tonight we're celebrating your achievement. And it is an achievement, she added, hugging Bryony's shoulders. I think you're amazing to have done all this. It does seem incredible, Bryony agreed. There was silence for a second as they both looked about the gallery. They'd met at art school, although they'd been on different courses, Lou, doing illustration, and Bryony, fine art. After graduation, Bryony had tried making a living as an artist for a couple of years until a windfall inheritance gave her the money to invest in a run-down gallery near the centre of Bath. Lou thought how much the gallery had moved on from those first days. From the haphazard exhibitions of friends from college shown on peeling walls to the sleek, replastered, off white walls hung with paintings bearing serious price tags. The exhibition for the 10th anniversary was a mixed show of work by all the artists Bryony represented. As Lou looked round, she could recognise paintings by several friends from art college days. But they were now outnumbered by other more well known artists even a couple of royal academicians, and one of the rare artists to have become a sir. You're becoming part of the establishment, she said, almost in surprise. You're growing up. We are grown up, Bryony said, raising her glass to Lou. We're in our thirties. Just, Lou said, sipping her champagne. She looked across at Bryony, at her sleek hair pulled into a chignon, like Betty Boop grown-up. The beautifully cut dress that exposed her slim arms but otherwise covered her in origami folds. It would have been made by some famous designer, Lou Guest, hardly conscious of fingering her own skirt, a cheap one she'd picked up from the market and customised with applique roses. The champagne felt cold against her lips, the glass clammy in her hand. You won't get too grown-up, will you? she said. Course not, Briony said, giving Lou's shoulders a squeeze. Look at me, drinking champagne in the afternoon when I've got a big private view in a couple of hours. That's hardly grown-up behaviour, is it? Lou laughed, and they went back to setting out the food and wine ready for the party. But she noticed that Briony had hardly touched her drink, and her glass stayed at the same level throughout the evening. And what could be more grown-up and sensible than that?